Wow. Rabbi Herbs, could you believe it? It's just about Mamish, uh, just about Mamish. Just about Mamish what? Uh, just about Mamish Rosh Hashanah. Uh, uh, are you ready? <laughs> the question is not if I'm ready. The question is, are you ready? Oh, what do you mean if I'm ready? Well, uh, have you been doing tshuva lately? Uh, me? <laughs> um, 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 what do I have to do tshuva for? Oh, Yossi. Come on. What you have to do tshuva for? How about um, interrupting? Uh, I interrupt? Excuse me, but that's my nature. Oh, one second. Who says your nature means that just because you have this tendency to feel like you have to interrupt, that you have to do it, you know? I mean, if a person, you know, like the Gemara says, if a person has a tendency to want to feel like he has to kill someone, instead of doing that, he should take his energy and put it into something worthwhile, like a mitzvah, like... What? You mean like we could find a mitzvah that a person should be able to, uh, like, shech somebody? You get very close. Shechting is what he has to do. But it's not shechting what you think. It's shechting animals. Oh, real animals? Mm-hmm. Wow. Unbelievable. Okay, so uh, I, I got to do tshuva. I'm, I'm actually, I was just kidding around. I know I have to do tshuva. Everybody has to do tshuva a little bit at a time because if we try to do everything all at once, we'll just fall apart, right? Uh, that's probably true. Okay, so uh, we have a jam-packed show tonight. So I'd like to remind everybody that you're listening to jradio.com. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live on the telephone, you can listen to us live on 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. Or you can listen to us live, and you have an option, if you'd like, to listen to us on archives. That means if, let's say, you missed the show, you went to a chasna, or you had to study for a test, a gemara bechina, for a sifta, whatever, you know, or maybe you're from the older people and you had to take a her to get into an old age home or something. I don't know. But anyway, just kidding. Okay. Anyway, so whatever it is, uh, you can always listen to our archives. And that number is 718-506-9099. And Jared Radio definitely needs your donations. That's what keeps us going. And you know you want us to keep going because of all the good things that we do for you. So, please send your uh, generous, generous, but I say generous, I mean generous. Please send your generous donations to J Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue. The address again is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Okay, and I'd like to remind everybody that this uh, show is being sponsored as a Refua Shalema for Chaim Yosef Tzvi. Ben Sara Miriam, and also for Peril Bas Chaya Rivka. Okay, now that we got that straightened out, I would like to remind everybody. I'll do it. I'll do it. I know what I have to do. Okay. Okay. So I would like to remind everybody that uh, if you're interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for storytelling or something like that, then of course, of course, of course, you should call seven one eight three seven five one two nine four. And of course, of course, if you're interested in possibly art lessons, but seriously, you know, not 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 you know not like babysitting service. I mean, really, that you really want to learn how to draw, you know, things like that or paint or whatever, you know, a real art lessons, you know, as a matter of fact. Oh, do I notice? Yeah, Rabbi Ersh, is that one of you tell me them? Uh, yes, that's one of my art students here. Yes, he's a guest tonight. Wow, is he serious? 
Well, just because he has a smile on his face doesn't mean he's not serious when it comes to art. Yes, yes, he's doing pretty good. Okay, Baruch Hashem. Okay, and of course, I'll do the rest. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. And if you're interested in either martial art lessons or, you know, a Kayach Namayach or energy exercises, then you can also call 718-375-1294. And if you're interested in buying any of Rabbi Yitzhak's story CDs, you know, you can call 718-375-1294. He'll be more than happy to email you uh, without a question about it, he will be more than happy to email you the complete up-to-date list. Speaking about that, uh, Rabbi Irish, you look very happy today. Oh, yes, I am. Do you know the CD of the century that I've been talking about? And that I joined together with Rabbi Yishif Framowitz from Yufa Studios. <laughs> oh, yeah. What about it? You keep telling us, you know, it's coming out, it's coming out, coming out, and you don't tell us the name or nothing. You just say, oh, middle of mixing, middle of this, middle of that. Well, that's because this particular CD is a top quality CD. It's not like the CDs when you buy for simple stories and things like that. My, you know, standard recorded. This was recorded in a professional recording studio with the proper sound equipment and proper added effects, edited in, and and music and backgrounds, and oh, it's just unbelievable. Like I said the last week, um, you know, when you listen to this, you're gonna feel like you are mummish in the story. That's how real sounding it sounds. Oh, wow. So, so are you going to finally tell us the name? Yes, but first of all, I want to tell you exactly why it took so long to put out. You told us they were editing and this and that and that and that, but I mean, how long does it take to put together a CD that's, you know, like about an hour long, you know? The problem is, it's not an hour long. What? I mean, it's an hour one minute, right? Nope. Well, what, what, what do you mean? What, what, what are you talking about? Well, <laughs> are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm sitting down. Okay. This CD, are you ready? I'm ready! Okay, this CD is a double album. It's a double CD. This here story, believe it or not, you know, when you listen to it, it doesn't sound like it's that long because you're so into it, you don't even realize it's going that long. So tell us, everybody, how long is it? How long is it? Would you please, 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 can you please tell us? It's one hour. One hour. And... 53 minutes and 52 seconds. One hour, 53 minutes and 52 seconds? How do you know? <laughs> this day and age in the studio can digitally record everything and precise, you know what I mean? Wow. It's one hour, 53 minutes. It probably cost a fortune. Nope, nope. It's going to cost like a regular standard... A special CD. It's going to be a special introductory offer because, you know, like I said before, I teamed up together with UFA Studios and UFA Studios teamed up with me. So whichever way you want to call it, we're a team now. And we're going to, uh, with our intentions of producing more and more story CDs. And this is our introductory offer. A tremendous story. So can you tell us the name already? Yes, yes, yes. Calm down. I'm calming down as best as I can. Okay. The name of the CD, are you ready? Is Yufa Studios presents Yufa Story CDs. Or actually, what did I call me? Let me repeat that again. Uh, just rewind, like you do in the studio. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, Yufa Studios presents 
Yufa Story Series with Master Storyteller Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs. And the title of this particular story CD is called I Am Innocent. I'm Innocent, I tell you. I'm Innocent, I tell you. I always told you I'm Innocent. No, yes, I wasn't talking about you. You're not always so innocent. I'm Innocent, I'm Innocent, I tell you. No, no, that's the name of the CD, not you. Uh, 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 no, it's not me. Uh, Wait a minute, I was in that CD, wasn't I? Yes, you have a part in that CD. Well, <laughs> and I met Rabbi Framas, he's a very nice fella. Yes, that's why I teamed up with him. Okay, so anyways, uh, so once again, I'd like to remind everybody, the new, the newest and uh, uh, most, uh, I don't know... Professional, professional. Right, that's the word. Most professional um, story CD called I'm Innocent, I Tell You. Uh, it's from the Yufa Story Series, uh, with together with Master Storyteller... Rabbi Yitzhiers! Yes. Uh, so, wait a minute, you just finally told us the name? You finally told us the name, and you told us, uh, you know, it's coming out and everything, but you didn't tell us when. Oh, I didn't get to that? Well, let me tell you. It's going to be Be'ez Hashem in the stores... If everything goes well with the distributor and everything, it shall be in the stores next week, Friday, Be'ez Hashem. Yes, yes, that's correct. The masters has gone to the way the masters have to go and the printing or whatever you want to call it. And hopefully, Be'ez Hashem, these story CDs, this double album thing, will be... It's really just like one story or like a whole bunch of stories. It's really one tremendous, amazing story. It is so mesmerizing. It's so exciting. It has emotions in it also. It's, it's like but when you listen to it and you just like forget the time. You don't even realize. I know for sure. Yeah, I know because you stood there in front of a microphone for so many hours to record that. That's right. That's right. I had no idea how long. I was just like into it. Did you write a script this time? Yeah, sure. I wrote a script. But, 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 but. You know what happens when I write a script, don't you? Yeah, you never follow it. <laughs> That's right. I, it's a it's a feeling that I have. Anyways, so now that we get that out of the way, so everybody knows that uh, the CD that we've been talking about all summer is finally coming out. It will be Be'ez Hashem distributed by Negan Distributors, and it will be in the stores next week, Friday, Be'ez Hashem. It is called Yufa Story Series uh, Together with, Presents, Presents Rabbi Yitzhi Erbs, a master storyteller, and this name of the storyteller says no, not storyteller. You know who he is. Okay, the name of the CD is called "I'm Innocent." I tell you, yes, tremendous cover. Yes, you'll see. Uh, well, anyways, I'm not going to give it away. You'll see. Just ask for it next week, Friday. Okay, Be'ez Hashem. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, we're going to go straight to a story. You really have a story? I think she's going to talk about your CD all the time. No, no, no. I have a story. Really? It's a new story? No, no, no. It's a requested story. So I can say for sure, I didn't check my records, I was pretty busy, uh, and um, I didn't have a chance to check my records, but I had a request because it's near Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur coming around a band, and um, the story has a lot to do with that, and uh, seems to be some people like this story because it gives a lot of physics. so I can't recall offhand, I didn't check my records, uh, if I told this story last year also by request. Or not, um, it's a story that I've told many, many years ago on Wonder Words, together with Rabbi Fischl Shechda. Uh, but then I've told it many times other places also. And I even have it as a, a story CD that I sell, on, you know, also. But 
I'm going to tell it now, and I never... I know, you never tell the story the same way twice, or three times, or four times, or five times, or six times, or seven times. Oh, we got the idea. Okay, so here we go. Tonight's story is called Mendel the Shoemaker. Oh, Mendel the Shoemaker. I know him. He's on East 16th Street. No, 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 no. This is a Mendel that lived much earlier. Oh, his grandfather, right? No, no. A great-grandfather? Well, maybe. A great-great-great... Just see. Oh, you want to start the story, I guess, huh? Yes. Do you see what I mean about interrupting? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yes, you do that. Okay. Anyway, so here we go. Tonight's story took place a long time ago, a few hundred years ago, perhaps. Anyways, between 150 to 200 years at least. And, well, it starts off, well... Um, it starts off like in the beginning of a story, like old stories, though, like a long, long time ago, about 150 years, 200 years ago. No, 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 see, this starts a little different. This starts in the middle of the story. In the middle of the story, then how's it supposed to be that people are going to know what happened in the beginning? <laughs> because in the middle of the story, it goes back to the beginning of the story, then goes to the end of the story. Oh, and is there a middle somewhere? Yes, that's where we're starting from. That's a new one. Stop in the middle. Okay. I'll go to the library, the kosher Jewish library, uh, maybe one in the Sephardic Center or something, you know, and I'll open up a book right in the middle and start the story, and I have no idea what's going on. Yassi, calm down. Just relax. Let me tell the story. Okay. This story took place over 150 to 200 years ago. There was a small shtetl, and in this shtetl, I don't remember the name. So why don't you just make up a name like you always do? Well, okay, okay. Pick a name. Uh, pick a name A to Z. No, no, that's not a good name. No, no, I'm just thinking of a name. Anyway, it's from A to Z, alphabetical. Uh, well, we'll call it um, the shtetl of, of um, uh, uh, uh Okay, uh, no, 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 that's the name of a story one of your other CDs, you know. Yeah, yes, the That's in place for everyone. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay, um, uh, we'll call it uh, the shtetl of... Um, Grask. Okay, Grask. That's a nice name. Okay. In the state of Grask. Grask, Grask, or Grask? Grask. Oh, uh, oh, Grask. Okay, Grask. Okay, you got it right. Okay, in the state of Grask, it was Air of Yom Kippur. And we go to the Shamish of the Shul. Once again, is coming Arab Yom Kippur. I love Arab Yom Kippur. <laughs> Some people don't because, you know, it means that after you finish eating, you got to start fasting. <laughs> but that's not the part that I like most. You know, you know we have to fast, you know. Yeah, I know. But, you know, but that's not the point. The point is that I like uh, Arab Yom Kippur because, you see, many people have this meaning to light a yardside lamp uh, by Yom Kippur, you know, not just in the home, but they light it in the shul, you know. Uh, you know, people have passed away and things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no question about it, yeah. And, you know, the thing is that, you know, everybody likes that their candles be closer to the front, you know. So some people, you know, they show appreciation and they give me a couple of, uh, you know, uh, 
give me a couple of kopecks, you know. They pay me some money here and there. <laughs> it's my turn, you know. And then there are the other people who, you know, they appreciate me, the shamish, you know. <laughs> they appreciate me for all the good things that I do, you know, like uh, open up the shoe for them. <laughs> Otherwise, they won't be able to get in. <laughs> and they also appreciate that I warm up the oven and I put firewood inside. They also appreciate I put up the coffee. But they don't appreciate when I spill the coffee on them. But okay, you know, I can't have everything, you know. Anyway, so let me just tell you, um, um, I, I like it because this is where I get most of my presents, you know, this. And, of course, <laughs> Hanukkah I like also. And Purim, yes, yes. Yeah. When they give me Mishlachmonos, they give me Shlachmonis. <laughs> oh, anyways, uh, oh, wait, here comes the first one coming down there. I'll just pretend I'm sweeping up the shul over here. You know, i got to clean it up anyway. It's a covered yarn tip. And suddenly the door opened up. How are you? I'm fine, Baruch Hashem. How are you? I'm fine, Baruch Hashem. Um, 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 do you know who I am? Uh, <laughs> let's see, you look like a servant. Let's see, uh, you're not the king's servant. <laughs> you're not the rub's servant. Uh, you're not my servant because I don't recognize you. Oh, well, I do recognize you. Uh, um, you're Shimcha Bunim's uh, 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 servant, right? That's right. I'm Simcha Bunim's servant. Now, listen here. He brought me a Yorkshire candle, and he wants you to put it up front, <laughs> as usual. <laughs> but he appreciates everything you do, so he uh, gave you this little present. <laughs> Enjoy it. Here you go. <clears throat> Here you go. You like it? Uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, after I leave, you can open it up, okay? Now, here's the Yorkshire candle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Dry um, um, uh, <laughs> All right, let me put his Yorkshire Kemper on the top shelf over here. Okay, there we did that. All right, now let me just open up this little box that's wrapped over here. And then, wow, 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 wow. It's, it's a becher. It looks like it's gold-plated. Wow, Shimchabunim, he, he's one of the richest people in the whole town. Shimchabunim and Shender. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> They're the two richest people in the entire town. Shimchabunim. <laughs> Long live Shimchabunim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long live me, too, you know. I got to be able to collect the presents, you know. <laughs> now, let me continue cleaning up over here. Oh, wait a second. There's another person coming. Oh, that's another servant. <laughs> Oh, 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 that's, uh, oh, dear me, oh, my. That looks like sender servants. All right, I'll pretend I don't know what's happening. And sure enough, he continued going around, sweeping the shoe, making believe he didn't know that somebody was coming, and the door opened up. <coughs> and in walked this servant. me, <laughs> I'm Sender's servant, okay? And Sender asked that you should put his yardside lamp all the way up in the front, okay? Can you do that? Put it all the way up in the front, okay? Okay, okay. Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? 
And so that's the way it went, Erev Yom Kippur. And finally, it was Yom Kippur night. And up front by the Mizrach Vant, there were the two richest people in the town. 
in the shtetl of Grosk. In that shtetl, there was Sender, who was a very well-to-do person, and there was Simcha Bunim. Yes, there were the two richest people there. And they sat at Mizrahvant with their families up there, their son-in-laws and whatever. And Simcha Bunim had a very nice voice. And he would be the chazan for Rosh Hashanah and eventually for Yom Kippur. And he was the one that would do Kol Nidre. And so everybody was gathered around and it was that time. And Simcha Bunim, he was standing by the shtender. And he took a deep breath and he went, Kol Nidre. He did a beautiful, beautiful job. And each time that he said Kol Nidre, he kept with the minhag that each time he would get a little louder. And by the third Kol Nidre, boy, was he loud. Kol Nidre! And of course, the crowd loved it. And everything was going smooth. The next day, Shachar was started. And somebody else, you know, Dab Suki de Zimra. And of course, Simcha Bunim. He took over by Shachar. And of course, he did a beautiful job in Shachar. He sang many beautiful Nigunim. And everybody, you know, there were people that felt like, oh, you know, he's the richest guy here. And just because he's the richest guy here, he gets to Darwin. Huh, to neither of him. But nobody said that over there because, to their surprise, that although Simchabunim was very well to do, he did have a beautiful voice. And he did a marvelous job. And then came Musaf. Eventually came Mincha. And eventually, I know. Eventually came uh, 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 um, 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 Kadesh Yerichas. No, no, not 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 Pesach now. Oh, 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 no, no, no. It's on the tip of my tongue. Well, just tilt your head and it'll fall right out. You know the thing that, 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 and he was up there doing Ni'ilah. And at the end of Ni'ilah, right before the Davimayrev, do you know what they do? Of course I know what they do. They say, uh, you know, Shema Yisrael. They do it about three times. And then they say, Hashem will it came like about uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Right? Something like that. Uh, and and then and, and, and you know it's really beautiful. And then they say uh, the Kaddish and they blow the shofar. And then and then everybody does the fastest Maya ever saw. Yeah, that's the sad part. You know, people shouldn't be doing that because that's not a good sign to show that you know after you finish Yom Kippur you want to just hurry up and get out there and just eat away. You know, whatever. But anyhow, let me tell you what happened. Now the story is up to Neila at the end of Neila, before that famous Borchu, before that famous shofar blowing. So there was Simcha Bunim. And 
as he was standing there, he was going, And as he was doing that, suddenly a storm broke out. There were loud thunders. There was christening of lightning. And a heavy rain began to pour down. And the winds were blowing strong. And the people in the lady section were going, Oi, Vayashmir, my, my shuttle is flying off. Uh, excuse me, could you throw my shuttle back upstairs, please? Oh, yeah, sure. And the people were holding on to their talisim. I'm going to fly away like a sailboat soon. Hey, Shamus, can you close the windows? Yes, yes, I'll close all the windows. Okay, here's the first window. Okay, close that. I locked it good. Okay, let me close the next one. All right, let's see. And he closed every window. And suddenly he came up to one window. And he tried to close it. Eh? What is this? I just closed it. What are you popping back open? Listen, when I close a window, it stays close. Let me close it again. What's going on here? I don't get it. What's going on here? Let me close this window again. This must be a broken spring. Roof, what should I do? Uh, what should you do? I think what should be done is just ignore the window. It's only one window. Come, Simchabunim, please, continue such a beautiful Yom Kippur. Come, Raboisai, let us continue davening. And so Simchabunim was up to Bor Shem Kivoyed Machusilam Wed. And as he was doing that, suddenly the wind came through that open window. And it started to blow out one yard site lampel after another. And finally, when the wind slowed down a bit, there was only one yard side candle still standing. I know who it was. I bet you it was Mendel's. That's right. That's the one that was standing. Mendel the shoemaker's candle was still standing. It was there. His yard side lamp was still standing. It's the only one. And finally somebody said, Happy, happy. Maybe I should go outside, and if Freya go away, I should ask her go away if she has all the camel around you, and if she's only one thing in a lens in a first eyes, in a lamper, you always look scared. No, we can call him, because we do have 
polite from this one, you know, it's I lemble. And uh, most people know my Balper, so um, I'm sorry. No, we, we can't do that right now. Okay, so um, <clears throat> uh, we're at the end. Everybody knows Shema, everybody knows Borshem, everybody knows how to say a Shemole Kim. Okay, come on, come on, come on, let's go. And suddenly they were up to a Shemole Kim. And there he was doing the, I think it's either seven or ten times. Seven, seven times, seven times Hashem Molekim. Okay. And he was doing the seven times Hashem Molekim. And when he did the seven, as he was going, he was coming to number five. Hashem Molekim. Number six. Hashem Molekim. And he was up to number seven. Hashem all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Simcha Bulam fell down on the floor. He landed flat on his face. Hey, call a doctor. One second, one second, I'm a doctor. Everybody back, everybody back. Um, uh, Shamish, find out if there are any Kohanim here. Why should I find out if there are any Kohanim? Of course there's Kohanim. Well, maybe you should ask them to leave the shul right now. Maybe uh, Simchum... Ah, Simchum Bunami just fainted. Listen, the man Dabin called Nidre. He Dabin Sachas. He Dabin Moshif. He Dabin Mencha. And he Dabin now just Neila. He's exhausted. Come on, just give me a little water. I'm sure the rabbi will say it's a mutter for him to drink in such a case. It's a cordus de Boshes. That's all it is. Just the same. Don't say I didn't warn you. Now, let me listen. You know... If he's healthy, his heartbeat should be going. <laughs> but if he's not, then his heart, well, his heart should be doing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I guess that look in your face means that his heart would. That's right. If he's not doing well, his heart will either be very slow or it will be not, not beating. Oh, boy. Okay, okay. Kahanam to the back of the shul, get ready to jump out the windows. Let's go, let's go, everybody, back, 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 back. And so the doctor came closer to Simcha Bunim. All right, let me take a look over here. Let me see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, boy. Don't like this. He's blue in the face. And that's supposed to mean? My rabbi say, my boy say, rabbi say. Uh, maybe it's a good time to take the children out of the shul, please. Uh, mothers and... Uh, if there's no mothers here for them, uh, please, uh, fathers, uh, it's a good idea to take the children out. All right, no. What's the prognosis? I'm afraid to tell you that Simcha Bunim just collapsed and died. This is terrible. Terrible, terrible. And so they had no choice, but they had to finish up Myrev, a different Baltfila. And of course, the Chavrakitisha did everything they're supposed to do, Kahalocha, as far as you know, taking care of Simcha Bunim's body. That night, the Shamash was standing there. Uh, everybody, come take Lechach. Break your fast. Come on, you're fasting such a long time. Go ahead, take a little Lechach. Take a little cake and a Bromfen. <laughs> Nothing like a good Bromfen on an empty stomach. Hello? Uh, where are you going? Where are you going? I'm sorry. Me too. Me three. Me four. Oh, me five. <laughs> I don't... Have any appetite after Simcha Bunim just collapsed and died? I just don't have any appetite. And so everybody left. And Sender, he was very sad because Simcha Bunim was a close friend of his. 
and Senda. He was home and he made Abdullah. And he sat down to break his fast. And suddenly there was a loud banging on his door. Uh, I don't know either. Did I get mixed up, Yossi? I don't know. I was too engrossed. Oh, uh-oh. There was a blank out. Oh, now it's back. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know what happened. But, but we got disconnected for a second, but now we're back. Okay, good. I don't know. <laughs> oh, the sound just went off for a second, but it's back on. Okay, Baruch Hashem. Does that have anything to do with Simcha Bunim? I don't, I don't know. Okay. Uh, so we're back on. We hear the sound? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're back. We're back. We're back. Okay. Very good. So let me tell you what happened. Yeah, I know what happened. It was a knock on the door. Right. Uh, you got to open up. It's an emergency. It's an emergency. Oh, oh, there it was. Uh, maybe there's a wire. I think there's a loose wire somewhere. It, it stopped for a minute. Now, now it's back. Hope all your people out there can hear us. <laughs> a wire. Okay. Anyway, so what ended up happening was as follows. Uh, you got to open the door. It's an emergency. Uh, it's an emergency. And why don't you go and use your own bathroom? You got to come here because it's an emergency. No, no, not that kind of emergency. You know your hat factory? Yeah, what about it? Well, there's a fire going on right now. What? My hat factory is burning down? Uh, that's impossible. Oh, really? Take a look out your window. I think you can see it from that right window on the left side. No, 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 not that one. That's the left window on the right side. I mean the right window on the left side and the right-hand corner on the left-hand side on the bottom top side. Uh, whatever. And sure enough, his fire was burning outrageously. Oh, but don't worry. Uh, you know how the fire bucket works, you know? We pass the pail to one another, and by the time it comes to the fire, there's maybe a half a drop left. <laughs> don't worry. I'm sure you have insurance, right? Well, that's the problem. I don't have any insurance. Um, uh, my insurance expired Friday, and then after Yom Kippur, uh, I was supposed to take out new insurance on Monday, and, and, and but but it didn't happen because oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, I'm not gonna be able to collect from this. All right, let me sit down, let me relax. And within fifteen twenty minutes later, there was this other knock on the door. Shemcha, 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 shemcha. There's no Simcha here. Oh, pardon me. Uh, uh, Shanda, Shanda, Shanda. Now that's a better. Okay, what do you want? Uh, Shanda, Shanda, Shanda. You already said that. Now you got it right. You didn't say Simcha, you said Shanda. No, what? What's the problem? Uh, uh, your, your clothing store. <coughs> yes, I have one. What about it? Uh, it's on fire. My clothing store's on fire? Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. And, of course, he ran out there to try to help put out the fire. But it didn't help much because the routine thing happened. The more he dragged the water, the more it went back and forth. And throughout that night, every few minutes, when he thought he came home to relax a minute, there was another person coming. I don't know how to tell you this, but, you know, the building that you had with those supplies... It just blew up. <laughs> colorful, I tell you. Really colorful. Colors were flying all over the place. Uh, why do you keep calling me Simcha? Oh, oh, because Simcha was a nice guy. And I'm not? Well, Simcha, uh, Bunim always gave tzedakah. And I didn't? Well, not as much as you could. Hmm. All right, leave me be. And sure enough, he was really feeling sad. But there was somebody else who was thinking about that. The rubber, the 
whole shtetl over there in Grosk. He was thinking, this is very strange. All of a sudden, tonight, Simcha Bunim, one of the richest people, great Baal Chesed, he collapses and dies. Sender, the second richest person here, another strange thing happens. Every one of his businesses either has a fire or something. And even when it's between two buildings, the other buildings didn't catch on fire. Only his building caught on fire. Everything that belonged to, 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 to Sender got destroyed. And not only that, not only did everything get destroyed by Sender, but, but, it's just, I, I, he had no insurance. He's penniless. Hmm. There must be a reason for all this. Shamish. Yeah? What is it? Um, I don't want to call my other Shamish, the one who takes care of the shul. It's pretty late at night. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to call Thunder. Tell me he must see me now. All right, I'm going to go. Okay, here I am. Who is there? Who is there? Who's bothering me at a night like this? I don't bother you. You don't bother me. Okay, but I'm a shliach and I'm the shamish, the other from the rove, you know, the other shamish, because the other shamish, he already worked already today. Now it's my turn. Anyways, listen to me very carefully. Um, the rove wants to see you right now. No, 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 no. Okay, two seconds later, okay? No, 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 I'm not going. I'm not going. There's nothing he can do. And listen, whoever wants to see you gotta come. No, 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 I'm not going. I'm not going. But suddenly, suddenly, send this family said, You're going! We gotta find out what all this happened. You're damn going! Come on, we'll schlep you there. So they schlepped Sender, and they brought him in front of the Rav, and the Rav said, No. Let's put the pieces of the puzzle together. Tell me what really happened between you, Simchabunim, and Mendel. <laughs> Mendel? What does Mendel, what, what does Mendel have to do with all this? Come on, think about it. The winds blew in through the one window that wouldn't close, put out everybody's yardside lempel, except for Mendel's. Simchabunim passes away right in the middle of the end of the... You know, Neila, uh, <laughs> and then all of your buildings burn down. Come on. You're penniless. You're like a dead person. You better tell me what's going on. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll tell you what's going on, no matter how much it hurts me. Please do. And so, Senda unfolded a tale. Mendel was a phenomenal shoe store maker, a shoemaker. He was a great shoemaker, but he didn't take much money because if somebody was poor, he didn't take. And if somebody could afford just a little, he just took a little. So that's why he was very poor, but he took pride in his work. So anyways, uh, one day, um, it was after a rainy day, uh, Mendel was walking the street. Who's that? Who's that? Ah, the man in pajamas looks like he's wearing a general pajamas. Yeah. Oh, 
Bogrovsky. <laughs> General Bogrovsky. <laughs> All right, let me just go a little bit closer. Yum, yum, bum, 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 bum. Uh, good morning, General Bogrovsky. What's so good about this morning? Eh, tell me. Nothing good about this morning. Look, it's raining. I, General, wearing bootkiss, yeah? Look, the water, the mud, get into my bootkiss. Why can't the army have some shoemaker that could make a, a bootke that does not leak, eh? Oh, I lead big army. 10,000 soldiers, you understand? They're all camped outside of your village, you know that? Yeah, but they're very well armed, very well trained, but they can't get a pair of waterproof bootskes. Oh, this is terrible. Uh, excuse me, pardon me, uh, excuse, me. excuse me, pardon me, but you know, it just so happens that I'm a shoemaker. Uh, I need a bootke maker. Yeah, yeah, and I make boots too. But you know what? I'm wearing boots right now too because it's muddy, you see? Now, let me tell you something about my boots. You see, my boots are waterproof, and I can make boots for you and your whole army. Really can. Really? <laughs> How are you going to prove that? Uh, very simple. Let me take off my boot over here. Okay, I took off my boot. Now, uh, listen carefully. You just put your hand into my bootke, and you will see that it is dry on the inside, even though I just danced in the mud. <laughs> you expect I should put my hand in your smelly boot? When was the last time you changed your socks? It was the last time I did it, you know. And how long was that? The last time I did it. And how long? Oh, I wear long socks, yeah, very long socks. It keeps me warm, yeah, yeah. No, never mind. All right, let me put it in. Whew. Oi, oi, your boot smells. Okay, let me put my hand in. Yeah, yeah. Wait a second, it's dry. Let me put it all the way to the toe part. It's dry. How you do this? Baruch Hashem, I'm a geschickte shoemaker. You know what I mean? A geschickte? What's a geschickte? Uh, you don't speak English, I forgot. Okay, listen, not a problem. Anyways, uh, you give me contract, you give me money, I make you boots, not a problem. Hmm. Do you know how many soldiers I train? Yeah, you told me. 10,000. That's right. So, now what? Uh, well, uh, you give me contract, and I, I do it. Listen here. You know me? I like to drink. Drink, drink, drink. Yeah, I know. You like to drink, drink, drink. And then after you drink, 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 you become drunk, 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 drunk. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I still general. Yeah, I know, because nobody's higher than you to put you down unless the Tsar himself comes, but he's not going to come today. Anyways, so anyways, um, 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 what I want to say is that uh, let's make a contract. Sure. I will sell you the contract. Huh? Tell me the contract. You need the boots. <laughs> I can find somebody else, so go find him. Yeah, I don't want to look. Listen, you came here. <clears throat> you give me 800 rubles, and I will sell you the contract. And look at the bright side. You'll be making 10,000 pairs of boots. <laughs> you know how much money you'll make. You'll forget all about it that you gave me 800 rubles. Okay. Uh, get it as soon as you can. Uh, okay. Let me think about this. I have 300 rubles from who? Ah, yes. I have 300 rubles from my uh, brother, who when he passed away, asked me to take care of his daughter. And use the 300 rubles for a nodding, for a dowry, when it's time to get married. But what happens if I could take this 300 rubles? And I could take this 300 rubles 
and uh, invest and make uh, more money. That would be greater. I'm sure he wouldn't mind. So now I have three. Now I got to get 500 rubles more. I know what I do. I go to sender. And he came to sender. And once he was inside my sender, sender looked at him and said, Are you kidding me? You want to borrow some money? Not a problem. Here's a half a kopeck. And now I need a little more than a half a kopeck. All right, for today, I'll do you what? I'll give you a whole kopeck, okay? Just leave me alone. I'm busy over here. Uh, um, I, I need more than one kopeck. What do you need? Two kopecks? No, no, no. I need them like uh, rubles. Rubles? What are you talking about? I need, you know, like a small amount of money. You know, I, I could use like a, like maybe 500 rubles. What? 500 rubles? Are you out of your mind? You'll never be able to pay that. How about what's going on? And he told over the whole story with the general and the boots, and he needed to buy the contract. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Right now, I don't have any, any, any money. Well, you know, when I get this contract, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to become one of the richest people in, the, in this whole, whole territory. And I'm going to be sitting on the mission of Aunt Dulce. You better make room for me on the table. And then I'm going to rebuild the Harnosis Orchim House. But you know, I'm going to build it with a little tom that I like. I'm going to build it looking like a big boot. You know what I mean? <laughs> if everybody remember, Shoemaker can make it good also. You know what I mean? Anyway, so uh, what do you say? I'm sorry. <laughs> this guy has some crazy ideas here. Make the Harnosis Orchim House into a shoe, a boot, whatever. But you know what? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't got any money. Uh, really? Oh, that's funny. Right now on your desk, there's some money here. Let me see. Oh, up, up, up. There's exactly 250 rubles. I'm going to borrow this, okay, with you? All right, all right, all right. I'll let you borrow it. But you better pay back this time. Yeah, don't worry. I'm going to be a rich man. Don't you worry. Yeah, okay. Uh, now I just got to go to Simchabunim. Ah. Now, of course, this happened when Simchabunim was still alive. We went to Simchabunim and Simchabunim said, Ah! Shalom Aleichem, Mendela. You need some tzedakah? Here's a ruble. Uh, I need a little more. Two rubles. And a little more. Uh, six rubles. Uh, a little more. Uh, 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 are you sitting down? Of course I'm sitting down. Uh, how much you need? I need another 250 rubles. What? Why? And he told him over the story. Oh, all right, I'll give you a chance, yeah, but I don't have that kind of money around here. Tomorrow morning, after Shachnas, you'll come with me, and then we'll go to the bank, and then I will uh, lend you the money, okay? Huh, huh, okay, very good, yeah, no problem, thank you very much. <laughs> very great, great. Askevaldik. After he left Simchabunim, suddenly he bumped into General Bogrovsky. <laughs> Don't tell me you look very happy. Why? Uh, because, you know, in one pocket I got 300 rubles from a dowry that's supposed to be for my niece. And then in this other pocket I have 250 rubles <laughs> that I borrowed uh, from, uh, what's his name, Shender. Uh, 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 and now the rest of the money, the rest of the... 800, uh, 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 you know, I'm going to borrow from Simchabunim. He's going to give it to me tomorrow morning, uh, and he's going to buy, you know, from the bank. I mean, however he does it, you know. Ah, I like that idea. So you know what? I got great idea. You know what? Why walk around with the money? Give me the money, and then, you know, give me the rest tomorrow. Ah, uh, okay. Sounds like a good idea. Here you go. And by the way, uh, what happens if uh, I don't have the rest of the money? <laughs> don't have the rest of the money? Kiss this money, bye-bye. And next time you get another 800, you could try again to buy contract. 
But uh, maybe I should take back the money until it... Nah, it's too late. You give it to me. <laughs> too late. Make sure you have the rest of the money. Meantime, Sender, who's telling the Rav the story, said... He went over to Simcha Bunim and he said, Simcha Bunim, Simcha Bunim, did you, did, you, did you lend him the money? No, not yet. I have to go to the bank tomorrow. Oh, good, 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 good. You know, maybe, maybe you should lend him. Uh, uh, me, I had no choice because he saw the money on my table, but he didn't get it from you. That's good, good, because you know what happens if he gets that contract? Yeah, yeah, I know. He's going to build a, 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 a shoe Achnosis Horachim house. I don't know, whatever, yeah. Oh, you want that? You want to be able to share the, 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 the Mizrach one with him too? Well, uh, whatever it is, you know, where it can be. Well, you better think about it, because the honor is not going to be so honorable up there anymore with a shoemaker sitting over there. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, you got a good point. And, of course, Sender convinced Simcha Bunim to retract his plan. So the next morning came, and there was after Shachris at his door. Hello, I'm back here, Shmi Mandela. Okay, no, uh, Simcha Bunim, uh, let's go to the bank. Go to the bank? What for? <laughs> what do you mean, what for? What for? <laughs> to take our money, the 250 rubles that you had for me. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. I never promised you anything. What are you talking about? Last night, don't you remember? I don't remember anything. Don't you remember me coming over? Yeah, I'll probably give you a half a ruble or something like I always do. No, 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 250. No, I never promised you. Don't put words in my mouth. And of course, Simcha Bunim lied. And Sender continued his story, says, and so that's basically what happened. And so uh, after that, um, you know, he met Pogrovsky, and Pogrovsky said, I'm sorry, can't give you back the money, you lost it. Don't have the rest? Too bad. Next time I try to sell you content again, you could buy again. <laughs> I go get drunk now. Wait a minute, I need my money back. I have the money for the nothing, for the dowry, for my, my niece. I, I, I gotta get that back. I gotta pay back Sender. Hello, hello, hello. And of course, at that time, Mendel did not know that Sender was the one that stopped Simcha Bunim from lending him the rest of the money. But he was so hurt by the fact that Simcha Bunim lied and wouldn't give him the money. And now he couldn't get back the money that he gave to the general. He got so distraught that he started screaming in the streets, Oh no! Oh no! I'm ruined! I can never marry off my niece! What am I going to do? And he was so hurt that he eventually got so stressed out that he had, unfortunately, a heart attack, and he collapsed in the street, and he passed away. And that's how Mendel died. So the Rav looked at him and said, I see. So because you were so busy with covert honor, you could not share the Misrahvant with another person, another Yid? And because of that, you caused him to lose not only his money, but his life as well? And you want to do tshuva? Hmm. Very interesting. Seems to be that you were made a poor man. Because a poor man is considered dead. Because you did lend some money, so you deserve that. But Simcha Bunim didn't. So he deserved death. Hmm. I'll tell you what. You are going to get better. You're a very good businessman. You're going to build up your business, but I want you to take half your business, and I want you to support Mendel's family. After your business gets built up and you start doing that, come back to me, and then we'll talk about what tshuva you can do. And so, sure enough, that's exactly what happened. He started to build up his businesses again. He was a very smart man, but he learned his lesson pretty strongly, and he did support Mendel's family, 
and every single day in the morning hours, and then again late at night in the evening hours, he went to the Rav, and together he learned a passageway how to do tshuva. And he would hope that one day his terrible wicked affair that he did would be gone. Wow! Unbelievable! Did you notice that once you really got into it? Yeah, I noticed you're pretty quiet. Yeah. Wow, and I heard that story so many times for you, but each time it just has another flavor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, I think we have about one minute and we can take some phone calls, so let's try to take them real fast, okay? Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Moshe Shron, and I want to say that you should that you should always um, keep this. Right. And... Also, I want to suggest a story, Pesach Amar V'chaim. Pesach Amar V'chaim. Uh, okay, I'll have to get permission from the Hamadi if they let me tell that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, since it's a Pesach type of story, you can remind me near Pesach time. I will tell it then. You have another suggestion, Maishi? And I also, my sister wants to say something. Okay, real fast, because i got to take the other phone calls. Hi. Hi. Can, I'm... I'm my lesson that I learned is that you should always go to static, even if you don't want to. I also want to suggest the story. Very good. Thank you. Okay, let's go to the next um, caller. I'm um, um, Schwarzwald. Okay. Uh, oh, Schwarzwald. That's a good story. Yeah, maybe. Remind me again uh, after Yom Tovim, because uh, um, I think there's going to be some nights that we might not be able to be here. So you remind me about this Francis story. Okay, and then we've got to get the next caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Eliyahu Mordechayev, and I learned that you should always keep your promise. Very good. And, make and I have a question. Real fast, go ahead. Well, how come everybody that that's in the middle of the street, how come they would say, Yam, bye-bye, bye-bye? Oh, because I like to be happy with Simcha. So I used to do la dee da da, but I gave that up and I just do different good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very good. See, see you after yeah. Rosh Hashanah, I guess. Okay. Right. Okay. Bye. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Me. Yes, you. Let's go quickly. Um, I learned that you should always do tzedakah. Right. Very good. Very good. Excellent. That's definitely in there. Thank you very much. Can I speak to Yassi? Real fast. Okay, I, 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 we're going to real fast because the, the, the switchboard is lightning and, and, and the story took so long today and, 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 and you mean I need to hurry up. Okay, can you say the story next week? Uh, I'll, 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 I'll speak to Rabbi Erickson and see if he lets me, okay? Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, uh, next caller. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson <laughs> you learned tonight's story? Hello? Okay, next. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, I wanted to say I really, really like the stories, and if you're looking for anybody to help you out with the stories. Oh, that's an interesting thought, but I'm, I'm, I, I always ad-lib, so <laughs> it's very hard to follow me. Okay, thank and you I very like, much. I like, I like the fact that gives the doctor. Very oh, important. Yes, that's right. That's correct. Are we looking somebody that will help uh, to the kids' uh, parasha, junior parasha? Yeah. Okay, so, so you have my number. Call me on this number, please. You text us. I don't know the number. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, text text in your number, okay? Thank you very much. Okay, and uh, do I have time to take any more? Or that's the last? No, that's all the time we have. So until next week, 
or actually, everybody have a wonderful Rosh Hashanah, Beitoy's uh, Gitz, and you should be judged for a good year. And until the next time we meet, everybody have a wonderful weekend and uh, do mitzvahs and maizim toivim. Goodbye.